Hi friends, I am Riot, and this is episode 006. Hey everyone, welcome back to I Am Riot, the show where I talk about food, Star Wars, tech, movies, shows, parenting, and anything else I care about. So this is episode 006, and I am your host, Riot, and I have a lovely co-host with me tonight. Welcome, Molly. Good evening. How are you on this fair Tuesday evening? I am Is doing... it Tuesday? It's Monday. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> I'm already tr- reaching for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's pretty much summing up my week. Right there. (laughs) So last time I had you on, we talked about it was May the 4th, and we talked about how I was about to go to Pittsburgh, um, and I wasn't properly, or I wasn't available to properly celebrate May the 4th because I was going to be driving to Pittsburgh. Right. Um, So we did that, and um, we decided, or we were debating whether we wanted to take the turnpike or not um because that's pretty much like the only way efficiently to get to pittsburgh um but i looked up online how much it would cost to get there and it was 27 dollars in tolls one way and uh i was kind of thinking that maybe i could spend that 27 dollars or 54 dollars a different way than driving on a road because mm-hmm. um, I already have to pay for gas to get there and back. So um, we were going to stay with um, Dan and Stella, um, which of those who, of you who don't know, Dan and Stella are friends of me and my wife's from high school, and they went to college in Pittsburgh, and they decided to stay out there once they got married because they really like it out there. Um, so we um decided to look into other ways to get to Dan Stella's house rather than the turnpike and found that um Google Maps did have another way um that we could go around and that would cost or that would be about 45 minutes extra so not too bad to save $27 drive 45 minutes extra um so it said like 3 and a half hours with a turnpike or four hours and 15 minutes without the turnpike. So I think that's worth yeah. it. Um, so once we got rolling, we left around 1230 um, after lunch and hit a bunch of traffic and <laughs> a bunch of construction. And of course, the whole time I'm thinking we could have been there by now. We could have been there by now. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. um, it, but it actually did work out kind of because, um, when I looked into, when we were driving along and I look in the back seat in Denver, our three-year-old is rooching around in the seat and then all starts saying, I have to go potty, I have to go potty, I have to go potty, I have to go potty. Then, um, <laughs> we, we were able to just pull over shortly afterwards. Yeah. And then uh, waiting for let him. Rest <laughs> yeah. <stops. laughs> yeah. Oh. Sorry, buddy. It's going to be another 68 miles to a rest stop. Yeah. Could, could you hold it? <laughs> could your three-year-old bladder hold that for another 68 miles? Um, no, so that was nice because then we could just pull over and um, we made uh, Rylan, our five-year-old, go at the same time. And then um, got back right back on the road and 10 minutes later, they both had to go to the bathroom again. Of course. <laughs> so... Um, but no, we took a bunch of DVDs and snacks and, um, stuff like that. So they, they did pretty well. Um, it, it ended up taking, um, but we left at 1230 and got to Pittsburgh around six. So, so it took you and, like five and a half hours. Right. Instead of the three and a half that would have taken on the turnpike. Mm-hmm. So it was hard to say whether that was worth it yeah. to save $27. Um, I don't know, but um, was, do what? Sorry, go ahead. Was it more enjoyable of a drive than the turnpike? I hate the turnpike. Yeah, that's what Mel like me. I prefer 
just um, driving on the highway and just like setting the cruise control at 70 and just like zoning out and just cruising. Yeah. But Melody, for the listeners, my wife, Melody, um, prefers to go on like back roads because of the scenery. And um, all I think about is every time we have to step on the brakes and make a turn is how much it's wearing on our car. <laughs> and But she doesn't seem to care about that. So she'd rather have the scenery and stuff like that where I would rather just cruise. But I can see how time... Um, I mean, the, the trip goes faster when you have stuff to look at. Right, yeah. Um, but this drive, I get, I'm guessing this was all highways before they even put the turnpike in. It was just a roundabout kind of way because it was right. basically just highways the whole way there. But it was like one of those highways that like you're cruising along at 70 and then all of a sudden it's like 65, 55, 45, 35. Oh, yeah. And now you're like in the middle of a town yeah. for like two miles. And then you get back on, you know, it's, it's back up to highway speeds again. Yeah. Um, and then for a long time, they had one lane closed and we were just like, Ugh. you know, yeah, moving along real slow. So it was kind of painful. But I thought about if we would have taken the turnpike, all it takes is, you know, one flat tire or one fender bender and you're got one lane closed and it's terrible traffic anyways. Right. So. Right. You just never know with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, we decided on the way back to not take the turnpike again, so it was, it seemed worth it enough for us to not take the turnpike on the way back, too, so, um, yeah. Um, I don't know, it always makes me angry with the DVD system, and I don't know if they've corrected this since then, but whenever we're on long trips, I want the kids to watch a DVD, and I want to listen to the radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember um, even when we had our van, it was just like, I remember feeling bad for dad because he had to <laughs> listen to Cinderella stories. Right. <laughs> or whatever we watched. I don't enchanted. remember what we watched. Yeah, he... Enchanted. Yes. Yes. I have all these like Veggie Tales and Meet the Robinsons movies like memorized and because we just listened to them all the time. And I'm thinking, why can't I listen to something separate than them? You know, like, yeah. I put all the volume in the back of the van right? so that the kids can hear it and I don't have to. But then I just listen to nothing. And, uh, I wonder yeah, it just makes me. If you... I mean, they have. Sorry. Do they have, like, headphone jacks? Like, I wonder if there's, like, those ones that have headphone jacks, if you can do that. Yeah, like, the the DVD player is, like, located, like, right like behind the driver yeah you know on the ceiling like kind of right behind there yeah and they have a they have two headphone jacks but the kids sit in the very back oh and for one i don't know if they would even wear headphones especially for that long right and for two i don't know if they would even reach that far right maybe we just have to tell them that if they want to watch their movie then they have to keep their headphones on because Daddy's got to listen to Kesha. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> that'd be jamming to Kesha. Yeah, we there. really got to go priorities straight. <laughs> Kesha's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. And then Mel can wear the headphones too. So that I can listen to Kesha. Perfect. You know, without, her, without her trying to talk to me the whole time. Oh, like, the worst. I didn't go on this road trip to talk to you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So I know that... Um, you are a fan of big cities, um, but I am not at all. <laughs> um, so whenever we go to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh isn't too bad to me. I don't know. And I don't know if this is um, because every time we go to Pittsburgh, we stay with people we know. So, I mean, Dan and Stella kind of live like on the outskirts or whatever of the city. Mm-hmm. So I don't, we don't have, whenever we're going there, we don't have to worry about like, one lane roads as much Uh, or you know metered parking Mm -hmm. or parking garages and that kind of stuff um and then once we're there they just offer to drive our vehicle everywhere we want to go you know so we don't have to you know be going down the wrong way on a one way or cut people off or uh, you know driving through parks and stuff like that driving through a park 
cities are confusing. <laughs> like you're just in the middle of a grassy knoll. <laughs> I think this is the right way. <laughs> Water hazard ahead. No, that's a fountain. That's <laughs> just a fountain. No, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're. I'm not a big fan of cities, and neither is Mel. Um, but we we took the kids into Lancaster City like a couple weeks or months ago, mm-hmm. and it was like. We're like, is this the first time we've taken our kids into any sort of city? <laughs> because it was like, oh my goodness, there's a garage. Oh my goodness, there's a. And it was like everything they saw was like super exciting. Like I don't know what it was, but <laughs> everything they they were super excited about stuff that isn't necessarily city stuff, like trees and trash cans and <laughs> stuff. It's like I don't know. For some reason, it was more exciting because it was in the city. So I think the kids get excited about it more than we do um, but yeah so we're not big city people but i think the for us the way to enjoy a big city is to know people there mm-hmm. um i feel like you like to go to new york mm-hmm. and like you don't need to know people there you just like know what to do like i don't know how you know what to do um, you just walk around there's just so much to do <laughs> what if you hate walking <laughs> no i feel like i feel like you have to like pay to do anything you know what i mean it's yeah. like oh you want to go to even to go to like a touristy thing oh right. you want to go to um Times square and you're not even close there you have to go to a subway and figure out which line you have to take yeah and figure out how to get a metro card or whatever they call them right and, you know, all this stuff. It's like, well, I don't know for one how to do any of that. I feel dumb asking people how to do that and yeah. it all costs money. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. Last time we went to New York, um, it was this past summer. And before we went, I just looked up like the 40 best free things to do. Uh... Um, and there was like tons and tons of stuff that's free. Um, and so we kind of like made a list of things and I'm like obsessed with gossip girl. So then I wanted to go to a couple of places just to like, that are like, Oh, that are in gossip. Yeah. So what's the the song of gossip girl? It's a secret. (laughs) Don't tell a secret. (laughs) It's XOXO. Oh, XOXO. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, I mean, oh, oh, the Metro thing, um, they have an app now, so uh, we, we downloaded the, like, New York City Metro app, and okay. just put in where we wanted to go, and then you could find how you had to get there, um, and, like, Uh-oh. it would show you your closest subway station and the lines you needed to take, so that definitely helped, so I didn't feel quite as dumb. Um, because okay. it does get a little confusing on the subways, but the app helped out a lot. So yeah, yeah, I guess that yeah, I guess that would help too. Because like last time, last okay. time me and Mel were in New York, um, it was like I think we were still just dating at the time, and it was just like we didn't know what to do. Like yeah. we were there at like a for like a photography convention or something, mm-hmm. and. Um, we like we weren't that close to anything, mm-hmm. so I felt like we had to like we couldn't just like walk to stuff. We and then we ended up taking the subway somewhere, I think. Um, but it was just like we didn't know what to do. Like everything cost too much money. Yeah, and yeah, it was just like I, don't, I guess if you go enough, you figure it out. Yeah, but that was we didn't have. I don't think we even had smartphones when we went last time. Yeah, um, I mean, thank goodness for smartphones because that really is what helped us especially with the subway and with just like walking around although there was one time where man we went to the world trade center memorial area right yeah and then i really wanted to go do it's called the high rise and it's like an old um raised subway trail or subway rail it's like 30 feet off above ground and then they changed it into a walking path and it's like this really long um subway trail that you can walk 
Anyways. And so we were like, oh, we'll just walk there from the Trade Center place. Well, (laughs) we had no idea where we were going. Like, I thought I knew where we were going. And it was like 30 minutes later. And we were still like close (laughs) to the World Trade Center. And I was like, what is (laughs) happening? I couldn't figure out like where we were. Because even Google Maps, like I couldn't follow the streets because they're not blocked down there because you're uh, at like the part right. of the island that gets a little weird so it right. wasn't just like you couldn't just like walk up the street um but then we like had finally figured it out because we we're trying to also go see the the bull on wall street oh yeah 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 and i don't know we walked for like 30 blocks and I was like, where are we? I was so angry and I was so hungry. And I was like, I just want to be at this dumb high rise place. <laughs> uh, Wait, and- were you on? You weren't on the high rise when you were when you were walking that far. No, we were still were- just trying to find it. It was just like <laughs> the worst. And then we found it. And then we like walk up the stairs to get onto the high rise. And the door was locked. Because it was, like, a covered area of the high rise, and there were, like, glass doors, and so we, like, walk up these spiral staircases, get to the door, and it's locked. And we're like, what? How do we... Oh, it was the worst. I don't even know how... That's the only doors on the entire walkway, and you found them? Probably, because it's, like, the very start of the high rise, and it's, like, coming out of, like, a mall, so it's, like, this... Oh, right. ...that leads into the high rise and oh my word i was just so angry like i felt kind of bad for ryan so we had to stop and get pizza along the way because i was not having it (laughs) yeah that me and mel had such a similar situation except we were looking for the water taxi or something like that and we ended up in i don't even know where looking because i was like one of the like i don't know if it's free or cheap but it's like you can get across some water <laughs> i don't even know and um someone told us oh, it's a fun thing to do and we're like f- trying to follow people's directions we're like okay where do we go for the water taxi and people are pointing us directions <laughs> and we get there i'm like there is no way that there's a water taxi back here because <laughs> you would think if it's something that people want to go to it would not be like where there's like no street lights and there's like you know it's like mm-hmm. it's like a weird place and um and then we found this huge sign that says water taxi. We're like, <laughs> well, I guess this is it. We waited there for like, I don't know, 30 minutes. And there's supposed to be like every seven minutes, like one comes uh-huh. and nothing ever came. So I don't know where we were <laughs> or what we were waiting for, but we never did find the actual water taxi. I think it was mom told us to do were it. Were you doing the Staten and... Island Ferry? No, it was like, <laughs> I don't know. It was like, one cost money and one didn't, and we were trying to do the one that didn't cost money. Okay. And we ended up just like wearing our shoes out, trying to walk and find where this stuff is. And I think we could have swam across in the time it took <laughs> us to figure out, but I don't think we want to swim in that water. Oh, no, but, no. When yeah. We so went to do the Staten Island ferry. That's kind of how it was. It was like back in this like weird kind of dumpy looking place. Well, doesn't the Staten Island Ferry have, like, a station, kind of? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, this this is just, like, this is just, like, a road with, like, <laughs> with, like, row houses on one side and just, like, a bank on the other <laughs> side leading into the water yeah. with a break in the fence. It's just, like, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think. Sounds I don't, a little It must be a different water taxi. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. The... So there's that's that's why I don't like big cities because I feel like I feel like I don't I'm so lost like immediately yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. But it was nice to yeah, like I said it was nice that they could drive us around. They knew where to go and uh, what to do and things like that. So um the first night we got there um we just kind of hung out and the second night or the second day uh we they took us to this um, place this restaurant called uh, Pickle and the wait uh, Pear and the Pickle, mm-hmm. um, which they had only been to a couple times before, and we were never at. 
And um, it was seriously the best breakfast sandwich I ever had in my life. And I don't know even like what made it so amazing. I mean, it was like it came with like, I mean, they said they were good, but I was like, wow, it's a breakfast sandwich. I mean, how can you mm-hmm. can't be, you know, that great? Right. Um, and but when it came, it was like this soft, like homemade, I guess, homemade roll. And um, mine was um, bacon, egg and cheese. And they like they didn't scramble the egg. They just kind of fried it. And so when you bit into it, like the yolk broke apart and uh, it was just so good. So. Well, I if... don't really eat eggs or bacon, but sounds delicious. <laughs> well, you could just have. Well, you could have what the kids had then. Well, maybe not. I don't know. They had granola and yogurt. That it was like good. a. But I mean, it was really good. But the kids didn't really like it because it was Greek yogurt. Oh. Um, I, I think that's why, because they're used to like just like regular right. like flavored peach yogurt or something like that. Yeah. And this was like thick, you know. With... Yeah nuts and stuff in it but yeah that was so good um the other place we went to then for lunch was like a taco place um i don't remember what it was called something taqueria or something whatever that spanish word is (laughs) um (laughs) i don't know how to say it it's like t-a-q-u-i-e-r-a or you know, taqueria, or I don't know. Shakira, like Shakira. <laughs> yes, just like Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> taquira, taquira. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was called. I think so. <laughs> um, there was people Bailin and La Cage, so that's probably <laughs> where it was. Um, uh... No, I mean this. This was. It's like a trendy place. It's not like a hole in the wall Mexican restaurant. Okay. Um, but the um, tacos were. That's all they sold. Tacos, and the tacos were amazing. Um, it was busy enough that we didn't all want to get out. Plus, two of the kids were sleeping, so we didn't all want to get out and wait in this huge line. So just Mel and Stella went, and um, me and Dan hung out in the car, and they asked us how many we want. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I was never here, but I guess three. And I could have eaten like nine, but <laughs> it was they were still like really, really good. So that's awesome. That's what I like about the city, I think, because they I mean that's like maybe the only thing I like about big cities is that they have tons of good, like good right. places to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's like always new ones. Mm-hmm. That's probably not a good thing that restaurants are like cycling through that often. But I feel like there's you could like every time we've gone to Pittsburgh with Dan and Stella, we've eaten at different restaurants. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they always have a new good place to eat, which yeah. is pretty awesome. Where we live, there's like one restaurant and two bars, and that's the only place to eat. So yeah, it's nice to go to other places. I mean, Lancaster City has lots of restaurants. Yeah. Um, but that's like way too far. I have to drive 20 minutes to get to a restaurant. <laughs> I might as well go to Red Robin. May as well. <laughs> Red um, Robin. Yum. <laughs> oh, yeah. While we were there, I did get to experience something pretty cool. Um, they have a PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. and it has uh, they have VR for it. Oh, so, cool. Like, vir- virtual reality, yeah. which I had never done before. Have you done it at all? I have, yeah. Okay. So... Um, yeah, this was the first time I ever did it, and the first thing he had me play was like part of the Star Wars Battlefront game. Yeah, and basically, I forget what it was called X Wing Flight Encounter, or I don't know what it was. Um, but basically, I got to fly an X Wing, so it was like, I mean, you feel like you're actually sitting in an X Wing. I mean, it's pretty, in, it's pretty incredible how much it feels like you're there. Yeah, um. Even though, like, you look around and, like, the graphics aren't, like, great, but you kind of soon forget about that. Right. And, like, for the longest time, like, normally when you're playing video games, you're just looking straight ahead of the TV. Mm-hmm. So, for, like, a while, I was just, like, looking straight ahead and, like, and then it took me a while to, like, remember, oh, I can move my head any direction I want and look at stuff, um, which is the point of VR. 
But mm-hmm. um, so um, I guess I'll do. I'll explain VR a little bit in case somebody listening hasn't used it at all. Basically, VR is virtual reality and um, used in like video games and stuff. And you have these big goggles that you put on your head and in front of your eyes. And then the goggles have earbuds on them, or these did at least, that go in your ear. So everything you see and hear is just the video game. And you can physically turn and look up and look down. And wherever you look in the game, like that's what you see. So anything that's to your left in the game, you actually have to turn left to see. So while I'm flying this X-Wing, I can turn left and right and see the actual wings. And I'm sitting in the cockpit. Oh, I, can cool. see, I can see the other ships flying around me and um yeah so at one point i mean we have to like shoot asteroids and avoid big asteroids and um these tie fighters come and attack us and then a star destroyer comes and yeah it was like really intense that's because, cool yeah you just like feel like you're actually there and then and then after i did that mel wanted to try it or i convinced mel to try it and um they set her up with this one is called like um, deep dive or underwater excursion or I don't forget what it was called. Um, but basically they put her in like a one of those like um, underwater tank. Well, not tanks. Um, cages. Yeah. And they like dropped her down into the water and like she's looking around and um, eventually she gets to a point where uh, the lift for the cage stops working and the shark comes out, you know, oh, and geez. starts attacking the cage. And she was, like, really calm at first, which uh, Dan and Stella were watching. And they couldn't believe how calm she was because <laughs> they said other people were, like, rolling around on the ground <laughs> that they've had play this game. But um, I thought she was going to be really calm. And because Mel's so practical, she doesn't – she just thinks, like, oh, well, this isn't real. Right. But um, once it started like attacking the cage and ripped off the front of the cage and like was actually like trying to eat her, then she kind of flinched a couple times. Yeah. So, um, I could tell she was getting a little uncomfortable by the end of it. Yeah. But, um, it is kind of weird it's... how real it feels. And you like know that there's not a shark there, but cause that's the yeah. one I did was with a shark. Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's not real, but it kind of feels like it too. Yeah. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I remember what, like when I was flying the X-Wing, I could like, so you can like fly forward and I'd like look over my right shoulder and I could see stuff over there. And I like, I know it sounds so stupid, but I felt like I was like in one of the movies, you know, where they're trying to like look over their shoulder to see like who's, you know, behind them trying to shoot right. and stuff like that. But that's exactly what I felt like. Um, awesome. and I just, in like the back of my mind, I'm, I'm thinking I must look so stupid to the other three people sitting on the couch watching me play this game because I'm like, you know, but yeah, whatever. Um, the other one that I started to play, and maybe you played this one or saw someone play it, was like a bank robbery one. Did you see that one? No. Um, which that one was like way more intense. I mean, it was like, I mean, it was pretty harsh language, and so like you start off and you don't really know what's happening, and then you get like thrown into this gang of guys who's going to rob a bank um and this guy's like talking to you and the lights are shining bright on you and you're like in this room by yourself and he's like telling you you have to do this and you have to do that or else and he like loads a bullet in a gun and points it at your head and oh, i'm like geez. like looking down the barrel of this gun and i'm like this is like really like intense you know yeah. what I mean? and i don't know if i like calibrated it wrong but this guy looks like he's like seven foot looking down at me with this gun <laughs> But, um, yeah, and then the next scene was pretty cool because um, that one we use like, the wands, um, which are, like, they kind of look like Wii remotes mm-hmm. or Wii controllers with, like, little ball sensors on the end of them. Okay. Um, but they have triggers on the back, just like the Wii controllers, and you could use those to, like, pick up. So you could see your hands, and then, like, we, I was sitting at, like, a bar table. And there was, like, a cell phone out and a lighter and a cigar. And I could, like, pick those things up and look at them. Or I could light the lighter. And I could, like, throw stuff. And this guy was talking to me. And, oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it was, like, it was really crazy. And at one point, I was holding the phone. And I dropped it. And it went under the table. And I, like, leaned over. And I'm, like, oh, man, I can't even, like, look underneath the table of this thing. So <laughs> it's, like, 
so much detail. Yeah, it's that's like, crazy. Yeah, but so that was cool. Something I never experienced before. Um, yeah, so that was basically our trip to Pittsburgh. Nice, sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you should have hit up Bryce. Oh, I didn't even know he was there. I don't think he was at that point. Actually, he was probably already oh. home. School was over, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. So you can so, just hit him up now, because okay. I know you guys we'll, like to hang out. We'll take a quick five and a half hour trip out there. <laughs> Say what up, Bryce? Get what some up? taquerias and head back. <laughs> <laughs> he will appreciate it. <laughs> um, but something else that exciting that happened in the last couple of weeks was Denver turned three and Ryland turned five. Oh, they're so getting so big and so old. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's hard to know what to do for their birthdays because we don't want to have a big party every year, right? But you want to make them feel like there's something special about their birthday, right? Um, rather than just you know have a cake or something like that. So, um, we kind of picked what we wanted to do with Denver. Um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, we maybe months, I forget now, we got him a fishing rod. So he completed his, um, I guess we call it like a prize chart. Okay. Basically, it's like a Candyland game, except like way smaller. Okay. And if he does good stuff, he moves forward. If he does bad stuff, he moves backwards. Okay. And if he makes it the whole way to the end, then he gets a prize. Oh, cool. And normally it's like small stuff. They pick out of like a prize bag. Yeah. Um. And like mostly it's like a Pez or a flashlight or, you know, stuff like that. Right. But the one time we decided to go a little bit bigger and get him a fishing rod, like a real fishing rod, not like a push button one. Yeah. One where you flip over the thing and throw it, which I didn't even know existed until I met Mel. I thought they were all just push button ones, but (laughs) that's just how much I know about fishing. So we got one of those for Denver, and he just, like, loved it. He'd show it to everybody who would come over, and he would use it in the living room, even though there was nothing. You know, we put, like, a like a weight, like a sinker on uh-huh. the end of it, which was way too heavy for the fishing rod. And I can't believe that he didn't knock out anybody while he was using that thing. Um, but, yeah, he loves showing it to people. So we thought, for his third birthday, we'll actually take him fishing. Right. Um, and we decided to make it a whole family thing. So uh, that evening, we uh, went down to the creek, um, <laughs> and uh, we also got a minnow trap. Do you know what a minnow trap is? No. So it's like a cylinder of metal that's got like holes all through it. Okay. Um, and basically, it's got two holes on each end that like minnows can swim into. Uh huh. But they can't swim out of. Okay. So basically, it traps them to, they swim into it, and you put, like, bread and stuff in there to bait them into it. Okay. And basically, you just tie a rope to it and throw this whole thing into the water. I mean, it's, like, maybe a foot and a half long and, like, eight inches in diameter. Okay. And and you throw the whole thing out into the water and just wait for the minnows to come in, and they collect in there, and you pull them out, and you look at them, and um, we thought the kids would like that. Yeah. So we took that along, too, because we needed something for Ryland to do as well. Right. Because um, she didn't have a fishing rod. Right. So we put that great responsibility on her of holding the string while the minnow trap's in the water, <laughs> even though the minnow trap's not going anywhere. So she felt like she was doing something, good. which is good. Yeah. Um, and then Denver um, wasn't quite sure about fishing at first. We put a hook on it for the first time. And uh, that may have been a mistake. <laughs> just how he handles it is like he has no idea, like that there's like a super sharp hook on the end, like trying to avoid getting stabbed by oh, his fishing geez. rod. But, um, but now we dug for a worm, found one, and Mel showed him how to put it on, and um, I think he had a good time casting good. It out and reeling it back in for the three minutes that he tried it. So I think. <laughs> I think he's similar to me in that if nothing happens after five minutes, then I'm done. Yeah. So down on the ground, his fishing rod went. And, um, I was trying to teach him how to do it, sort of, and hold Maggie because Maggie, uh, our one-year-old, just wanted to 
eat the stale bread that we were using for bait the whole time <laughs> and or eat flowers or you know do all kinds of stuff that we're trying to keep her from doing and so i'm trying to teach Denver how to cast while i'm holding maggie and yeah it was uh and we didn't see a single fish the entire time oh <laughs> so man was, that's yeah. nice um we moved around at different spots and kept trying to minnow trap and but we didn't catch anything mm-hmm. at all but i think they i think it's good to introduce disappointment early on in the kids life oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that happens a lot in life so yeah especially in fishing i think yes so. yeah <laughs> Um, and maybe Denver needs to practice more so he doesn't flail his hook around. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but then we ended the night with ice cream. Oh, so, nice. so yeah, was fine. We go from disappointment to excitement. Yeah. Um, back to disappointment because the kids both got minion popsicles, mm-hmm. which they were pretty excited about. Um, and halfway through eating them, they both fell off of the sticks. Oh, right on and we were eating them outside and they fell right onto like the patio which was covered in like dirt and stones and bird poop and um denver's was like kind of salvageable so we like took a little bit off and then but the stick was not usable anymore so i had to like hold it while he (laughs) ate out of my hand my fingers were freezing and getting covered with sticky popsicle juice oh man but rylan's was like not usable at all and If there's one thing Ryland hates in this world, it is throwing away food, and she did not understand. So we had to distract her with something else while we threw it away, and then when she came back, we told her that it melted. So Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, she, like, screams when if we ever make her throw away food, huh. um, which we only do basically as a punishment to her. I mean, we used to tell her she would to sit at the table and eat the food till it's gone. Right. But... That 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 doesn't work because she just sits there forever, and eventually she'll finish the food. But she spent the whole night, and it doesn't seem to bother her at all. Right, it actually bothers her more when we set a timer and she doesn't meet it, and we have to throw the food out, hmm. and then then she gets extremely upset. So I don't know if it's a good thing that we taught her to hate throwing away food. Right. I mean, it seems like a good thing, but right. it seems like it bites us in the butt more times than not. Because right. a jelly bean falls on the floor and we say no you can't eat that that's dirty you know because the cat's licked it and right you know it goes in the that gross part underneath the kitchen cabinets you know where yeah yeah so we tell her to throw it away oh i don't want to throw it away oh my word it's a black jelly bean you shouldn't even eat that to begin with (laughs) should have been in the garbage to start with (laughs) exactly Um, interesting that's interesting yeah so the night went from <laughs> exciting to going fishing to disappointing after fishing to exciting for ice cream to disappointing for after ice cream, and so it was just a roller coaster of emotions. So sure, like it, Excuse yeah. Me. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, so also <laughs> Rylan had her birthday, right? Um, and luckily for us. Her birthday happened the same weekend as her school's auction. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> which worked out really well because we didn't have to do a party at all because the school was throwing a party. Exactly. Like they had games and bouncy houses and barrel rides and candy and food and we didn't have to do anything. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we basically convinced her that it was all for her birthday. <laughs> Did you really? Well, it started off kind of like, guess what? There's going to be a big party on your birthday or there's going to be a, your school's having an auction on your birthday. And then it turned into, um, well, there's the auction and then the movie that they're showing after the auction is for your birthday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So they showed a movie on a soccer field outside Oh, cool. um, at the end of the night. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if she really thought it was for her birthday. We didn't really push it too hard, but, uh, she was excited about it either way. And, um, her cousin, Jojo came down that night and was at the auction and watched the movie and then stayed overnight for the auction the next day. Oh, and fun. Yeah, because that day, Saturday, was actually her birthday. Right. Um, and then we went to the auction again and she got to ride a pony and eat a soft pretzel and cinnamon buns. And so. Oh, nice. It was a, 
it was overall a good birthday for her too. So. Yeah. Um, and surprisingly enough, you'll never guess what she wanted for her birthday. What? A five-year-old, five-year-old girl. Well, what would they want for their birthday other than a yo-yo? Like literally that is the only thing she asked for a yo-yo. Oh, <laughs> you know those things that were banned from schools when we were 10 oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's what she wanted for her birthday that is i don't so know funny. where that came from but how does um, she how does she even know about yo-yos well i have one and i was like we we're like digging through old stuff in our basement and i was like oh here's my yo-yo <laughs> and so i like i used it like three times and the kids were like amazed by it <laughs> And but then I put it away because they were like dragging it around and getting the string all tangled oh, up. The worst. Yeah. And the next day when they were like not around, it was just me and Mel. And I was like, oh, I'm going to br- break out my old tricks and rock the cradle, you know? Yeah. And I go to throw the yo-yo down and the string just like snaps and the yo-yo <laughs> slams into the ground. <laughs> so I don't know if that's where she like even had the idea, but for a yo-yo, because I didn't say anything to her about it, but. I don't know. So, so did you guys get her a yo-yo? Uh, JoJo did. That's so, so funny. Yeah, they once they found out that she wanted one, they offered to get one for her. So That's we got her a um, female superhero plush blanket. Ooh. So, yeah, Denver has a Star Wars plush blanket. It was actually given to me, but for some reason, Denver gets to use it. And Ryland <laughs> always steals it from him because it's so soft. So... Well, perfect. Uh, now they both have one. Yeah. Yep. Now she's got one with uh, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, and Batgirl on it. Nice. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was good birthdays for them. Um, and something else that I found out, switching gears here from the kids to uh, an even more exciting topic. Okay. Maybe? Star Wars? I don't know if I should be more excited about Star Wars or kids, but anyways, um, two things that I found out in the last couple weeks here um, that there are going to be um, two new Star Wars shows. I don't know if you've heard about either of these, but um, the guy who made or who wrote or um, I think he created them, um, the Clone Wars series yeah, and the Rebel series. His name is Dave Filoni. Okay, um, and he's head of Lucasfilm Animation or something like that. And um, he's making a new animated show that's coming uh, in the fall of this year um, called Star Wars Resistance, and um, it's like they describe it as an anime inspired show. So I'm not exactly oh, sure what the animation. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what it's going to look like. Teen Titans. But it... <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Teen Titans go. <laughs> um, um... The, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. The timeline on it is. Um... Wow. Um, I'm trying to think what it is. So it's between. Uh, Return of the Jedi and um, The Force Awakens. Okay, it's it sounds like it's going to be closer to The Force Awakens because it talks about like the um, beginning of the First Order okay. and the Resistance, obviously. Um, so I'm not. He says he says the show the inspiration from the show came from. Um, World War Two aircraft or something like that. Oh, so I don't and, and like the logo for it has like a fighter uh, ship in in the logo. So I don't know if it's going to be mostly featured around that like aerial fighting and stuff like that. I'm not right. sure. Um, it says I was just reading over some of the description. Um, it says that it's going to be. Um, in a time when the resistance is still learning about the growing threat of the first order. Um, hmm. so, yeah. I wonder if that'll give some background to Snoke. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that would be, I guess, I guess he's the leader of the first order. So that would make sense. Yeah. Um, which would be good to know. Yeah. I wonder I when, when I was learning about these, so that's one of the two shows. Um, 
which I'm excited about because I think, I don't know, I think I like the animation just as much or maybe even more than I like the actual movies. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, the thing with shows are that they can just go on and on. Right. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they weren't thinking this far ahead. I mean, Disney likes to think far ahead, but did they create this 30 year, 30 year gap um, between the movies just so they could go back and fill in everything in between? You know what I mean? Probably. Yes. Yeah. Because it leaves a ton of room. I mean, a right. lot can happen in 30 years. Right. And so it like, leaves a ton of room for. Um, new stories to develop so right. um i like though how um i mean this one says uh, from what i'm reading it says that it is gonna still have like appearances from like poe and captain phasma and bb8 um but it's not like centered around them at all so it's cool gotcha. that they're like finding new characters right to create and follow and stuff like that yeah um so that's one thing i'm definitely excited about um and then what's the other one the other one is actually a star wars live action show um, that is that does not have a name yet so that was just announced well maybe it was announced late 2017 but i only found out about it recently because um they put like a time frame on it so um the only time frame they did put on it is that it's going to be before the end of 2019 so all right i guess it's gonna go like kind of coincide with disney's streaming service um have you heard about this yes i have okay yeah so i think they're gonna try and make that like a big appeal for people to right you know get disney streaming service to watch the new star wars live action show um which is which is also gonna take place between uh uh return of the jedi and the force awakens um, but that it's would only be taking, very interesting. Yeah, and it's taking place three years after Return of the Jedi, so pretty soon okay. after. So it's not really seeing the rise of the First Order, huh. um, but I'm not sure. There's very limited information on it now. But the director is John Favreau. I think I'm saying that right. Okay. Do you know Do you know who he is? I do not. Um, well, he directed a bunch. I mean, he directed Iron Man one and two, okay. and he was um, he did he was like a producer of some of the other Marvel movies. Um, if you watch Friends, right? Yeah. Do you remember uh, what's her name? Courtney Cox. Um, yeah. Whatever her character's name is. Monica. Monica. Yeah. So <laughs> remember, Monica dates this guy that like gets really into. Um, what's that called? That sport where they like punch each other to like almost death or whatever. Like MMA. Yeah, basically. He is like super into that. Do you remember that? Pete. Yeah, that. Yes, Pete. Yep, that's John Favreau. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So he's also in. He's like a billionaire in that show. Yeah, and he's also in I Love You, Man. Yeah. um, And I forget what else, but. I did not um, realize he was a director. Yeah, I didn't realize that before I started reading into this as well, because I was like, why is this actor directing a Star Wars movie? I've never seen him in any of the Star Wars stuff. Um, but I guess he's, yeah, pretty good. I mean, basically, they do not totally credit, but I mean, Iron Man kind of set the stage for Marvel's, you know, last 10 years of movies. Yeah. Because nobody knew. I mean, Iron Man was like essentially a. B or C list superhero before that movie came out. Right. Like, he wasn't like a big name superhero. Right. And then so they kind of credit like the Marvel Cinematic Universe partially to John Favreau. Oh, not wow. completely. But um which I didn't know either. I found that reading some articles as well. Um but yeah, so it's gonna take place three years after Return of the Jedi. Um and so that would be pretty interesting to see. I wonder what stories they'll focus on or right. what characters they'll focus on because i feel like they can't focus on any of the main characters right um they have to go completely elsewhere maybe they'll find some like i'm thinking that maybe they'll find some jedi that escaped the first or that escaped order 66 and right you know they're 
Yeah, so I feel like they can't put any of the main characters in because we know them too well, and it's live action, so you can't like exactly put somebody in place of them. Although they but, are replacing Han Solo. Yeah, but that's like going back to a time before you even knew what Han Solo looked like. Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like you're. This is only three years after, right? Yeah, yeah. But maybe they could. It but, would be hard to do, I think. Yeah, for sure. Unless, yeah, unless unless it does go back. I mean, that could include characters that were just introduced in the sequels, um, like Snoke or yeah, um, I don't know other people that were just introduced in the sequels, right? I'm to think of other people, but. What's that guy's name? The or- the red haired guy. The red haired guy. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember uh, a man with red hair. <laughs> what does Poe say? Still holding for Hux. Still holding for General Hux. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> I was really surprised about that part in the movie. I mean, it was just like not expected at all. That, no, that kind of humor. It was too um, like it's very uncharacteristically funny for yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I appreciated that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So go to like Ray's childhood. Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, depending she, how long the show around. goes. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that Disney has a a 68 episode limit on like all of their shows and only like two shows have gone longer than that? Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Like Wizards of Waverly Place only went one extra season long. And huh. uh Hannah Montana. That's weird. I didn't like, know that. Yeah. It's like coincidental or like they no, it's do like that on a- purpose. They do it on purpose. They only want to go like 68 episodes long. Because then people start losing interest, maybe. I guess. So it keeps them like coming out with new shows and it keeps them from, yeah, overdoing it. Yeah. And I was like looking back through and it's true. Like most of their shows only go three seasons, which is about 68 episodes. Oh, okay. And then there's a Hmm. couple of them that have gone into a fourth season. But I really think it was only Wizards of Waverly Place and Hannah Montana that go over. So I don't know about the Star Wars ones. Um, Yeah. But Um, it seems like they would have the same. Clone Wars had like six or seven seasons. Um, I forget how many. Around six maybe. And Rebels had four. Okay. I want to say before would be about right. Yeah. So I don't know if it's different for like animated ones because Phineas yeah, and Ferb maybe. also has a lot. Yeah, more. that's like unending. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just for their live action ones that they cut it off. Um, because the cartoon ones I think are always easier to continue. Right. Right. Um, because you can and keep there's... them the same age forever. <laughs> right. Exactly. But. Yeah. And you don't have actors to you know who keep wanting more money and stuff like right. that. Right. So. Exactly. Yeah, so I'll be interested to see what comes out with these shows. I a Star Wars show, like a live action show seems kind of weird to me. I know. Um, it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Apparently George Lucas had a show uh idea back in like 2005 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he was going to do a live action show and spent like years um, getting writers together and they had like over 50 episodes written and stuff like that and then um, they just halted production because of budget reasons. Huh. Something about they couldn't like get the stuff he wanted to do cost too much money for a TV show basically. So um, Probably like graphics and stuff. I, yeah, basically he said this was back before Disney owned it, and basically he said that he'll 
keep trying once the you know once it gets cheaper to do the kind of graphic stuff that he wants to do right um but that never happened so so i was doing research on this it's called the star wars underworld and it's like um a show about coruscant and like you know how coruscant has like layers and layers like levels and levels and levels like 60 levels below the surface i don't know how many but a lot of levels below the surface and so it was about like stuff that goes on down there like follows like a bounty hunter or something like that um and so i was like oh this show never even happened and and the idea was pitched back in 2005 and they spent years and years and years working on this show and never happened and i went to imdb and looked at the show and there it says episode one airing december 15th of 2018 oh so I was like, wait, is this the same show that John Favreau's doing? And I saw, well, no, it's supposed to be different. And so now I'm really confused. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what Underworld's Underworld, if that's going to be a show or not. But that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never, I never heard anything about it before. So yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. Cool. <laughs> um yeah that's i'm excited for those things and um next time that i talk to you it'll, uh-huh. be, in two, it'll be in two weeks from now and we will have both seen the solo movie yes right yes yeah hopefully so that's yeah plan if, if all goes well so yes um hopefully i'm thinking i might try and bring mike on as well Okay. To chat with us because we'll probably see it with them cool. and um, see. We can talk about that together. So, yeah, that'll be good. Listeners, you can look for that in two weeks from now. And, um, I, yeah, I wasn't real excited about the movie at first, but every time a new teaser or trailer or scene gets released, I get a little more excited about it. So, yeah, I um, would agree. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it now, um, especially the scenes with Lando. I think Donald Glover yes. does a really good job. I mean, kind of putting his own spin on it, but keeping the old, the old Lando there too. So. And I feel like he looks so much like the original Lando. Yeah, yeah, I think they did a really good job. So, um, that'll be cool him, to see their relationship. Yeah, just seeing him in Community compared to <laughs> playing Lando Calrissian <laughs> is like totally different because he's like different. so stupid in Community, <laughs> and he's supposed to be like so suave in this movie right so we'll see but um yeah so we'll look forward forward to that in two weeks from now and um i want to thank you again molly for coming on the podcast of course thanks for having me again sure um where can people find you online well they can find me on twitter at molly lay i think that's my username (laughs) nope (laughs) I don't. I think that's your Instagram. Oh yeah, that is my Instagram. So find me on Instagram at Molly Lay M O L L I E L E H. All right. Oh, and then my Twitter is M Charlay. Yeah. Right. So at M S H A R L E H. Nice. I don't even know my own usernames. That's bad. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. I mean, I never uh, at myself, so. Yeah, well, maybe you should. Um, exciting news. I have a Twitter and Instagram exclusively for the podcast. Ooh. Yeah, so it is on, both on Instagram and Twitter. is the same. It's at Riot Podcast. Um, so if, you, if people want to connect with me or leave feedback about the show, you can see me um, there. Um, on Twitter and Instagram. Well, you can connect with me, <laughs> you know. Um, but I wanted to shout out to people who are following me there. I got an exciting two followers this week. <laughs> I might have to go to a private account because it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and um, two, the two people are both people I know personally. So thank you at drift underscore is and at mick peachy 91 <laughs> for the follows this week hope you guys have a great week
And everyone can check them out on Twitter as well because they are awesome because they follow the Riot podcast. So Right. So they have to be. Uh, right. Exactly. <laughs> so I will see you, Molly, in two yeah. weeks, if not before then. And have a great rest of your evening. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. We'll talk All to you right. later. All right. Bye. See ya. Bye. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Molly, for joining us. And we're going to be wrapping up this episode in just a minute. But first, it's time for the random Star Wars fact of the podcast. We would be honored if you would join us. But I was going into Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. As you wish. So, this week, we are talking about one of the most mysterious and yet one of the most recognizable characters in the original Star Wars trilogy. He comes onto the scene in The Empire Strikes Back as a bounty hunter, and we don't know much about him other than he has a blaster, a jetpack, and he's awesome. Of course, I'm talking about Boba Fett. And a lot of his mystique comes from his Mandalorian armor and helmet. He never removes his helmet in the original trilogy, so you may think that you don't see Boba Fett's face, but that's where you're mistaken. At last minute, they needed someone to stand in for a certain Imperial officer on Cloud City who escorts Princess Leia to Darth Vader's ship. And Jeremy Bullock, the actor who plays Boba Fett, was just the man for the job. So, whether you know it or not, you do see Boba Fett's face in the original trilogy. And that is your Star Wars random fact of the podcast. The Force will be with you, always. Well, I just have one more thing before I end the episode here. And earlier I mentioned that I have a, an Instagram and Twitter now for the podcast. But I forgot to mention that I also created a Facebook page uh, just for the podcast as well. So it's I Am Riot Podcast. Check me out on my Facebook page. Uh, follow me there. Um, I'll have the posts uh, up before the episode comes out so you know what it's about and when the next episode will be out. Um, thank you uh, to a couple people who favorited me on Anchor and uh, followed my Facebook page. Um, talking to you, John Luke Slosser, Jason Garber, Vicky Jane Kreider, Jody Hunt, Michael Peachy. Thank you guys so much. Um, and everyone should definitely check me out on the Anchor app. That's anchor.fm, and you'll find it in uh, the uh, iTunes App Store and the Android Google Play Store. So um, download that. It's definitely the best way to listen to the podcast and, inter and interact with me uh, that way. Uh, leave me feedback. Leave me voice messages uh, about things I talk about, things you like, you dislike, questions you have. Um, actually, we have a return voice messenger uh, that left a voice message for us. So I'll play that here and uh, let's take a listen in. Uh, hi, Riot. This is Spicy J. Uh, I had three questions for you. Uh, first one, uh, I was at Goodwill the other day and found a camouflage onesie. Uh, it was only $3, and I bought it, and it turned out to be a great buy because of all the discounts I'm getting at McDonald's now. Uh, second question, uh... Why do you need a driver's license to buy alcohol? And then they get upset when you drink alcohol while you drive. Third question. Oh, my phone's about to die. Um, just wanted to give you an update on the old lady at work. Uh, I'm wondering if I should go to HR. She approached me the other day, and when she came up to me, she said... Well, thank you, Spicy J, for your input on topics directly related to the podcast. I greatly appreciate that. And I'm going to take your three questions in order here. And firstly, having to do with the camouflage onesie, at first I was um, really confused because I thought you were purchasing a baby's onesie. And I wonder, why would that be camouflage? Babies don't hunt. And then another question popped into my brain um, having to do with the adult onesie that you obviously purchased. 
how were you able to even find a camouflage onesie? That just baffles me right there, but I do understand how that could come in handy at a McDonald's. And uh, so, yeah, I applaud your investment there. And on to your second question about having a driver's license and buying alcohol. I would say that it has less to do with the drinking and driving and more with um, they want you to have a driver's license if you buy alcohol to know that you're not going to be walking with the alcohol. They want you to be driving with the alcohol and not walking. They don't want people just walking around while drinking because honestly, walking inebriation is one of the biggest problems our society faces today. So I think I think it's just they want to make sure that you are able to drive before you buy the alcohol. And um, thirdly, about the about the woman at work, um, I know you weren't able to finish that story, but I do believe 100% that I know exactly where that story was going to lead. And I'm going to say that do not approach HR about this issue because I think you should do some more research, research into uh, this person yourself before um, you condemn her to HR. And I would take a look at her MySpace, see what kind of music she's producing and making uh, these days, and take a look at her Zanga, see what's going on with her life. And um, yeah, leave her, leave her some notes there and see what her responses are. So that would be my advice to you, Spicy J. And um, thanks for calling in, and I hope you have a great week. And that's pretty much going to wrap it up for this episode. Thanks so much for listening in. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget, I'll be back in two weeks and we'll be discussing Solo, a Star Wars story. So we will see you then and stay tuned for a word from our sponsors. I am Riot. Be safe. Be courteous. This has been episode 006 of I Am Riot, brought to you in part by Dental Floss Picks. Cleaner teeth in just two steps. Step one, floss your teeth. Step two, throw the dental pick on the ground. Littering has never been so easy.